Welcome to Not Over, Just Different. I'm your host, Natalie Ledwell, founder of Mind Movies, the ultimate personal development tool to visualize and achieve your greatest life. This podcast is for women who are looking for inspiration and guidance as they navigate the changes that come through moving through the various stages of life, or for anyone asking themselves, who do I want to be? Now, on this transformational show, I'll be talking to inspiring people from all walks of life about their stories of how they faced and overcame life's challenges in powerful ways. These are raw, candid conversations, often not shared until now. We'll be discussing topics like health, relationships, life's transitions, aging gracefully, and learning to see life from a fresh new perspective. We explore what it means to continually grow and evolve as your world changes and live a fulfilling life. As well, we'll provide you with amazing tools and resources to help you move through change with courage and resilience. So if you're ready to take the plunge and start your journey to becoming your most powerful, authentic self, then join me, Natalie Ledwell, on Not Over, Just Different for insightful conversations about how to tackle life's new chapter. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast for this week. This week, I have a friend on the podcast who uh, actually has been through some of my programs, uh, and the reason that I asked her to be here this week is because she is one of these stories, one of these experiences where you can go through some pretty full-on and difficult hardships in your life um, and how you can transpire above them and then use that experience to help others. So um, I want you to welcome my good friend, Liz Aguilera. Hi, Liz. How are you, darling? (laughs) Hi, Natalie, and thank you so much for that beautiful introduction and for having me on today. Yeah. Well, um, like I said, I was so inspired by your whole life experience uh, and, you know, and I think a lot of us, especially at this, by the time we get to this time of our lives, you know, we've racked up a few uh, stories <laughs> and experiences. Um, yes. But uh, why don't we start with with yours? Because I know there's probably a number of listeners who will really resonate with, uh, with you know, what you went through in your life. Yes, thank you. So my passion now at this point in my life is to help women who are trapped in a life they never wanted to get out of their own way, to ditch the self-doubt and to create a life by design and not by default. Mm -hmm. And that is so important to me because for most of my life, I was absolutely creating a life by default. And, And what is that? That's living life on autopilot, not doing any conscious planning, um, taking things as they come, uh, stumbling into things one after the other. And next thing you know, you look up and you say, what, whose life am I really living? Mm-hmm. And it's, you're unrecognizable to yourself and you're unrecognizable um, just in, a, in every single way. You've just been so disconnected from yourself that you don't know how you got here. Yeah. I know I kind of felt a little bit like, and it wasn't like my whole life was disconnected, but I had started to become disconnected at towards the end of my marriage. I'm just like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, uh, you know, and and then of course when my marriage ended, I'm like, I don't know who I am without him. And then I'm like, well, wait, I get to, you know, to to do this new life. Um, but I yes. had a great marriage, 
you know, and I know that one of the challenges that you faced was that your significant relationship in your life. Yes, it was a very long-term relationship um, from 16 to 32. I was with my ex-husband. Um, we I married him when I was 24, but we were in each other's lives for a really long time. And what I did not know at the time, and I've only come to know more recently, is the term for him is a narcissist. And I did not realize all of the stress and the strife and the life was so hard with him. And I just didn't realize why. Um, and so, you know, I, I had to sort of draw a lot of strength uh, when it was time to leave him. And I knew I would release, I call it the hounds of hell. <laughs> when when I said to him that I would like a, a divorce, I knew what that would mean because you don't leave a narcissist easily. And it was not an easy divorce. It was very painful in every single way for me and my son. But you, it, it, it was a, something that I, I couldn't not do. Uh, it was literally, I felt like my soul was dying in that relationship and I had no choice. It was survival and it was get out. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, you met when you were 16, so I can imagine yeah. that this is all you ever knew. Yes. It's not like you, you had other relationships to compare that yeah. to. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm, my, I suppose my question here is how did you get to a place of forgiveness with yourself? You know, did you oh, need to forgive yourself or, you know, what yes. was that process or how did you get to that place? Uh, forgiveness has been a long road from me, for me, um, especially in regards to my ex-husband, because he was so deliberate in the pain that he was trying to inflict all the time, no matter what it is. If he could make it difficult for me, he did. And I liken it to a scab that keeps breaking open like you keep tearing at a scab keep tearing at a scab how can you heal if every time you try and do something and get some distance uh you're brought right back to that and you're bleeding all over again so i actually needed some distance and so i moved i moved uh, about an hour away from him physically to get distance and that helped a lot um and then Truthfully, it's my personal development journey of finding out who I was because I had an absolute identity crisis uh, uh, for sure. I, I didn't know who I was and re rebuilding and reclaiming myself. It took some time and I read a lot of books and, um, and I went through a lot of programs, but I did forgive him um, because I want abundance in every area of my life. And one of the key blocks to abundance is anger, resentment, and unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. And so since forgiveness is something that you do for yourself, I had to um, choose myself. Right. And in choosing myself, I've chose to forgive and to let that go. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done. I could only imagine. Um, so, you know, I, I know that with every challenging situation that we're in in life, you know, when you've done personal development like you have and, you know, and, and we'll talk a little bit later about how you're helping others through, you know, what you've learned, um, what did you find was the silver lining 
What was the gift that came out of that experience for you? Uh, it's a great question. And you're, it's so true that there's always a gift, no matter what the circumstance that you've been through. And so I thank him and that relationship because it helped me find how important my voice is and to never lose it again. It helped me find um, strength that I never knew that was inside of me. Um, and yeah, I, I, I was able to finally step into myself and my power. I, I, I modeled, you know, and any, every relationship after the one I saw my parents go through. And so I was, um, a people pleaser and very much, um, whatever he wanted and made, let him make all the decisions and let him, you know, sort of be in charge of things. And I, I never really had a voice. Um, and so those are the, those are the things that I am grateful for, that I was able to step out into my own life and reclaim me after, you know, seeing how I didn't want to be. Basically, yeah, and that's the thing. How we do one thing is how we do everything. So, um, and you, you mentioned being a people pleaser. Was that showing up in other areas of your life as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, in 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 work, um, I, I wanted to perform. I wanted to be like the best employee. Uh, I gave them everything that I had. Um, and in exchange for, you know, the, the benefits and the pay and everything that they gave me, but my sense of identity was through performance, you know, and being, trying to be worthy, always, always trying to be worthy of what I had, worthy of the job, worthy of the relationship, worthy of those types of things when, um, when I, I didn't have to search for any of that. I was worthy already, but I, I didn't realize it at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I can just imagine how, um, like for me, when I get stuck in a loop like that, uh, you know, for me in my 30s, it was just my body image. I was just at war with my mind and my body and I was just have with thoughts going around and around like for years. It was exhausting. Um, so I can only just imagine what your self-talk was like when, you know, when you're going through all of this. My self-talk was horrendous and it it was reflected in um absolutely you talk about body image i have always struggled with my weight um that was that was definitely uh in full swing uh, back then but my self-talk was so bad that i not only attracted one narcissist into my life that i was trying to get a divorce from but as I'm trying to disentangle myself from from the narcissist of my ex-husband, I attracted another one into my life. And the difference was the first, the, the ex-husband was overt. And so I thank him for that because at least I knew what I was getting right. with an, an overt narcissist because they don't hide anything. It's all out in the opening. But I attracted a covert narcissist. And that is a whole different ballgame because they're more stealthy in how and how they work. But ultimately, a narcissist is a narcissist. But 
what the difficult part about that is my soft, my self-talk went to, okay, first one, then another, I can't trust myself. My picker is broken. I can't make the right decisions when it comes to a relationship. I, I can't do this and I'm not going through this again. And so I protected myself and I put up a wall and I said, I don't need this. <laughs> I don't want this. And I'm going to protect myself at all costs. Yeah. So yeah, then the self-talk was uh, very unkind. Yeah, I can only imagine. So I'm, I'm imagining through all of the 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 experience that you've had yourself um, that it it really sets you up to be able to identify when you're working with women who are going through something similar. Yes, absolutely. And that that's why I have such a heart and passion for wanting to help those women who are in that same um, predicament, um, because I want to be a support to them. I had no support uh, when I was going through it. Um, and I want to let them know that they are worthy just where they are and that it's not hopeless. And you you have amazing power. You just don't know it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what some what were some of the things that you wish you had have had or had have known when you were going through all of that? We talk quite a bit about self love on this show, and I really can't go on without mentioning the importance of using self love to help recapture the motivation and inspiration to live your greatest life. And I just so happen to have a very special gift just for you that can help you discover how to achieve your goals rise above your limiting beliefs, and tap into your limitless potential. It's my best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. And if you'd like to receive a free copy, just go over to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash free book. And I promise you'll be glued to your seat all night reading the spellbinding stories of ultimate transformation. So again, head over to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash free book to claim your free copy. Well, I guess I, I wish I, I could have um, identified the symptoms of my life on autopilot in order to recognize that um, there had to be a different way. Instead of accepting the pain as my destiny or just the way that it is, like, for example, um, when I was in the thick of things, um, life was boring to my bones. Not that I wasn't busy. I was so busy. But it it doesn't matter how busy I was. This sense of boredom about my life was incredibly strong. This sense of restlessness that I had, um, this feeling that there has to be more. This This isn't it. Uh, it was always niggling at me. Um, no matter what I did, it really, none of it mattered. It didn't feel like any of it mattered. So I was busy on this hamster wheel doing all kinds of things and being pr- a productive employee, but it didn't mean anything to me. Mm. Um, and the world lost its luster. Like everything was gray. Um, I didn't have, any excitement, 
in my life. Every, my emotions were flat, flat. Um, and I, I was saying no to everything. I guess I was shutting down. Like everything was too much trouble and it was no. And stuck in a story of why I couldn't or shouldn't do that. Instead of saying yes and trying to be open to possibilities and putting myself out there that something could be different. So I wish I would have known that all of this together was just a symptom of I really need to make a change and I can't stay here anymore. I I can't just accept this yeah. as this is the way it is. This is good enough. So I guess I'll just keep trudging along the way I have been. Yeah. I know for me, I, like I would talk about my 30s. My 30s, I called them my beige years. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because beige is just such a nothing color, but I yeah. just kind of felt like I was going through the motions. Yes, you know? completely. Uh, and uh, I mean, we had different businesses, we were traveling, but there was no meaning, there was no fulfillment. There was, it was just like going through the motions. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. And then, you know, we uh, I, I started reading more and getting back because I, I kind of I, I had been in personal development and reading a lot of books and going to seminars in my 20s. Then in my 30s, I, I had stopped doing that. I'm like, I need to get back to this, you know. And then it was a 2000, 2007, so this is towards the end of my 30s. Or 2006, you know, we we watched The Secret and then my movies came in. And I remember when we started getting all those emails from people going, my movies is changing my life. I'm like, whoa, okay, this light in me just went ding. <laughs> like, boys, we need to do this. How do we figure out the internet? Like, what, what, what what's going on here? Um, and then it helped to propel me into a life of meaning. So, you know, doing the personal development piece and finding something that really lit my heart up was, you know, my my way out. And it sounds like that's exactly what's happened for you as well. Absolutely. After 30 years in corporate America, um, I didn't make the decision to, to get out uh, the way I should have. I was deeply unhappy where I was, but making it work. Um, and then the universe always steps in. If you don't make the change yourself, the universe always steps in and liberated me. I lost my job. I was sitting on a beach in Jamaica when I heard the news that I had lost my job. And that was really the catapult that I needed to make the changes that I've made, radical changes from a life that I used to live uh, up up until now. And um, so yeah, I I thank those opportunities to help me become the person that I've become. I didn't know personal development was a thing, really. I, I read all the time, but I read to escape my life, pure escapism. But I started to read and get into things that were about helping me with healing, with forgiveness, with all kinds of things that just started to feel right to me. I was trying to find information on every aspect. Like I found out what narcissism was and that I was in a narcissistic relationship. I didn't know the term or or, the, or that it applied to me. I wanted to learn about empaths and, and I found out that I was one. 
um, just just anything that that was was uh, interesting to me or 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 jumped out at me. I just had a passion for learning in a different you know in a different way and to it all all to better myself, grow myself, heal myself, and to get me sort of revived and 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 going again. Um, because after losing my job, that, that was not an easy thing. I wrapped my whole life into that job and I had no idea who I was when I lost it. Everything about me was just work, 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 work. And, um, I, I really didn't know who I was anymore. I had gained so much weight that I couldn't fit into my clothes anymore. And I, it was not just that I had become unrecognizable because I had gained so much weight, but I literally looked in the mirror and, and didn't know who I had become. And I missed the me I used to be, you know, I really missed her. Um, and so I tried to get back to her any way that I knew how and courses and classes and anything that I would be led to. I started to say, yes, I started to say yes to myself, yes to investing in me, yes to learning and pushing myself and growing in any way that I could. Yeah, it's awesome. I know, and you've been working with um, our good friend, Mary Morrissey, um, yeah. in her Dream Builder program, So, uh, which is such an incredible and amazing structure on how to you know, coach someone or lead someone through their own personal journey, starting from where they are now. And they, and there may be people listening who can identify themselves in multiple parts of your story, <laughs> um, to a life where they get to, you know, live the life that they want, that they by design, you know. Absolutely. Um, the Dream Builder program was foundational to me being able to create a life that I absolutely love. Um, I was able to apply the principles um, from the Dream Builder program and just just to, to realize that we are powerful co-creators and that we have the ability um, to design a life was fascinating to me. I never realized it or saw things in that way. And and when I when I realize that I'm like, it's absolutely true. I mean, I used to think things were hopeless. It was never going to get any better. Um, this was it. It was as good as it was going to get. And that's exactly what I created. Right. Exactly. Unconscious, unconsciously. And I have created such a different life now and today um, that I, I don't recognize the, that person who was consumed with fear and living on tenter hooks and afraid of, of making a change. I mean, now uh, I embrace change. I, I understand that fear is a part of anything new that you want to do in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's a completely different relationship uh, with that, that used to keep me stuck and paralyzed. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Dream Builder program changed everything. I was able to get out of IT. I started my own business helping seniors and overwhelmed moms at first. Um, and I did that for six years. And then when that familiar 
pull to more like the, there's got to be more than this. This is not it. it. It it happened again. And I listened this time. And that's when I was led into coaching. And uh, I have a spiritual life now that I never used to have before. That's extremely important to me. Um, I, yeah, I, I want to help women in a, in a completely different way, in a broader way. And I am actively and uh, and committed uh, to to bringing that to life yeah. for myself. And that's I never thing. thought I would be here. Yeah, like I I remember like you can't you can't imagine the amazing life that you can create for yourself when you're stuck in the weeds. Absolutely, I could not see. And looking at you know how life is bad and it's all against you and it's never going to get any better. And you know, I have no reason not to be grateful. Like other people would be grateful for what I have, but why am I so like unhappy with this? If you're in those thoughts, you can't even imagine the amazing life that you create can create for yourself. Um, and I know that, you know, working with someone like Liz can help you to, first of all, get out of the weeds. Um, and then you start to dare to dream to do something amazing. And then you get all these tools that help you. So when you feel yourself running off course again, you know how to bring yourself back in, how to get back into that, that high frequency, how to get back into that place where, you know, you're the designer, you're the one creating life, you know, um, and, uh, and you can create something that's like, that surpasses your wildest dreams. Like the life I get to live, I'm like, I still pinch myself sometimes going, seriously, this is my life? Like this is so awesome. (laughs) It is. It's wonderful. And I have to say, I loved your book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. And I love how you, through the story of Catherine, were able to model all the different transformational principles that were at work in her life and then take us even deeper into what we just learned in every chapter with your inside the chapter. Uh, I just really loved how the learning and the additional teachings that you presented us, it just put everything together in such a remarkable way. And also um, I have to say, I love my movies. I have one. I watch it every single day and it's an amazing way to generate state See yourself in this life that you are living, creating, bringing in into your reality and feel yourself actually in this life. Um, and then the dream builder is a perfect complement to that, that will help you take the action steps, which are the only way that you're going to actually bring this forth. Yeah. Right. But they're a wonderful complement to each other. Yeah. So if you are listening to this podcast and uh, you, uh, you've you identified yourself in Liz's story and you go, look, you know, this is exactly where I am and it's time for me to shake out of this and move into something different, then I encourage you to reach out to Liz and uh, and to work with her because she's, like I said, she's. it's not like she's coaching from a place of, you know, principles. She's coaching from a place of actual experience and using the principles that helped her to get out of that place. Um, so how I, I know that you you know you'll you'd like to give away like a free session with everyone. So tell us a little bit about that and how people can uh, connect with you. Yes, I would love to offer your audience a free a strategy session, mm-hmm. which is a forty-five minute phone call where we will get clear on what it is that you want to bring forth into this life. 
what you want to create and set you up for success. Um, you can sign up for that complimentary strategy session um, through the contact me link at the webpage Elizabeth Aguilera, A-G-U-I-L-E-R-A, dot lifemasteryconsultant.com. Great. And we'll make sure that that uh, link is in the show notes as well so it's easy for you to reach um, out to Liz that way. So, darling, thank you so much for for being on the podcast and sharing your story. Um, You are an inspiration. Um, You're definitely an inspiration to me. And uh, I just wanted to to share you and your story with the world because, um, like I said, I I don't think you're alone in this. And there are even parts of your story that I identify with, you know, what I've been through in my life. And I know that when you have the structure um, and the steps and someone to help guide you through those, uh, you will be amazed at what you can create in your life. So thanks again, darling, for being here. Such a pleasure chatting Thank with you. you. Thank you, Natalie. I so appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Not Over, Just Different. If you've been inspired by this episode and want to take the next step in your journey, be sure to check out our welcome pack. It's a great way to start your own personal development journey with the help of our amazing community. Next week, we'll be back with even more inspiring stories and practical advice for anyone ready to take on their next chapter in life, feeling fully empowered and full of passion for the journey ahead. And be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast by visiting notoverjustdifferent.com. Also, a five-star rating and review makes a huge difference in helping us get the word out. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, keep living your best life.